name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this week's training. I am Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Communication, a system that trains and empowers entrepreneurs like yourself on how to persuade without saying a word, which is great for us introverts, to increase your profitability and influence. And I want to talk about advice that will help you achieve wealth and prosperity from one of the greats that helped build our country in the late 19th century. So I want to set the stage. I want you to picture, I want you to think of that one person, that one business owner, whether it's someone you follow on Instagram, you've done all of their courses and you've read their books, or maybe it's someone that is like one of the giants in industry today. You've got Mark Cuban, Jeff Bezos, uh, Steve Jobs, of course he's passed on, but you've got these greats in industry that not only have they built uh, an you know, an empire, a wealth, but they've also impacted our society, our culture, and even the world in ways that's unbelievable. I mean, they've literally shaped history. And what would you ask him? What's the one question that you would ask him? And, uh, and so when I came across this article that was basically some principles of success from Andrew Carnegie. I think that one of the questions I would ask is how did you do it? How did you achieve the wealth and prosperity that you've achieved? Like break it down for me. And this article does that. And uh, so I took some of the, the tidbits and things and some of his quotes from an article I read in Flipboard. And guys, I highly recommend Flipboard. It's a wonderful app that brings you articles that are relevant to your interests, but you can access all kinds of interests and read articles on. But it's just a fabulous app to put on your phone. And I uh, wanted to share with you some of those things I learned about him. But first, let me tell you a little bit about him, especially if you've never heard of him. He was one of our country's earliest entrepreneurs and he's considered a builder of America. He made his fortune building the Carnegie Steel Company and he was a mastermind behind the growth of the steel industry. Later he sold it to JP Morgan, yep, the JP Morgan that we hear about uh, for investments, etc. And he de dedicated, dedicated the rest of his life to charitable work because he believed that money should be used to serve others. Now I'm a history buff and years ago I watched a series from the History Channel called The Men Who Built America and Carnegie and J.P. Morgan and Rockefeller and all of them were uh, you know basically highlighted and showcased and what was incredible is their ability to see the future. They're what's called um, uh, prognosticators or prognosticators. Uh, they could see where the country was going and they would position themselves for opportunity. Those that didn't, they paid for it. Typically they went bankrupt and were no longer um, in business. And so uh, they were ruthless. I'm not going to lie. I mean, these guys, you know, they were building a country. They were building their their fortune as well. And they made some really bad decisions. And it, But it just shows all of it. You know, it doesn't leave out in that series the bad. I mean, it shows um, some of the, the poor decisions they made. And so as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur you'll learn so much and how they did business from that series but with Andrew Carnegie and, and him retiring and going into charitable work for the rest of his life I believe part of that decision was 
the fact that one of his managers or the people that over saw his uh, steel industry that he hired was a very very ruthless man he had no conscience uh, he didn't care about people at all he was very entitled and Carnegie had built like a man-made lake and a club like a country club in a village in Pennsylvania and his uh, manager uh, wanted to ride his cart or his horse buggy over the man-made dam and it wouldn't fit and so he called the engineer engineer over and he said do you see a problem and the engineer's like no and he's looking at his dam and he said well the problem is that my carriage will not go across the dam I want it fixed well the only way to fix the dam was to uh, lower it and widen it and he warned him that it'd be catastrophic in the rainy season and probably you know the dam would probably break and he didn't care and so sure enough the engineer lowered it which widened it and when the rainy season came the dam broke and killed dozens if not hundreds of people in the village within minutes the whole village was underwater so to this day if you mention the name Carnegie in that village which I wish I could remember the name of it um, you don't get a very good response there's not a lot of love there uh, for Carnegie so it just makes you wonder if his lifetime of charitable works after he sold his company was because of that because he felt bad so anyway that's just a little bit of some background on him so that you know that you know he's not a mythological you know figure of greatness he definitely made poor business decisions but in spite of that he was an incredibly um, skillful man when it came to success so he was asked how you know what what were the secrets of his success and he said that he always had three principles number one was creative vision number two organized thought and number three controlled attention now to Car uh, Carnegie he broke down creative vision into ten fundamental attitudes number one he recognized opportunities favorable to his own advancement two he moved with definite purpose in embracing opportunities three he planned every move four he researched others five he removed limitations from his mind which that is so necessary guys you know that as an entrepreneur you come across obstacles you come across things that should stop you and yet you will you refuse to allow things to stop you you find ways to get things done you know being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart that's for sure well let me put it this way being a successful entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart and so to have limitations in your mind we know as entrepreneurs that will blind us to opportunity and so Carnegie he just removed those limitations to him there was nothing to stop him from doing what he wanted to do until he exhausted every uh, everything and we'll get to that in a second number six uh, he kept his mind attuned to the circumstances and condition of those around him which we would call that self-awareness and emotional intelligence number seven he moved on his own initiative without being urged to another aspect in fact the highest of emotional intelligence he would go the extra mile number nine he assumed full responsibility for his own deeds and depended on the soundness of his own judgment and then number ten he developed and use the faculty of the imagination okay so one of the 
the ones I think can be hard for us uh, entrepreneurs is depending on the soundness of our own judgment because we often feel like we don't even know what we're doing. You know, it's like there's a huge learning curve in owning a business, any business. Even if we know the craft or we, we have the skill, running a business, just because you know how to do something or you have a skill doesn't mean you're a business owner. It doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur. And, and so it's like we go into this thing called business and there's such a, a huge learning curve that a lot of people quit. That's why only five, uh, I mean, within the first five years, you will either make it or you won't. And uh, just, and, th- and this blew my mind. You can tell I get excited because I start assembling on my words. But st- statistically, successful CEOs use their intuition 60% of the time when making decisions. So that means that they don't research everything. They don't, you know, spend hours making sure they're making the right decisions. They go with their gut feeling. They rely on, they depend on the soundness of their judgment and their ability to look at something and realize, yes, this is a good deal and I'm going to go for it or no, there's something not right here. I'm not going to do this. And so I think that, you know, yes, we need to know our business. We need to know our market, et cetera. But we also need to trust our judgment and we need to be able to make quick decisions and that can be scary and sometimes we wonder did I make the right decision and there is a cost you know we're not perfect and sometimes we might make the wrong decisions but you can't let that stop you from trusting that you do have good judgment and uh, so I just really like that and then the other thing is where he was always attuned to the circumstances and condition of those around him this is key there's no such thing as an overnight success Everybody has paid their dues. Everybody. And so this is one of my favorite examples. When I launched Genius Communication, actually before I launched it, I had spent five months developing the curriculum and preparing. Now, I've always had a business since 1998. Uh, to this day, I've always been an entrepreneur. And, uh, and so I've learned to look for opportunities because it's almost like things fall into your lap. So... At the same time, when I was developing the curriculum and getting ready, I was always attuned to what was going on around me, like what people were saying, the circumstances, the situations, looking for an opportunity to advance my business uh, because I knew I could help others, number one, and I always go the extra mile. And so advancement of my business, advancement of your business helps everybody involved. And, you know, if I mean, think about it business people offer solutions they offer solutions for people that have problems and in fact I came across a scripture in Proverbs that talks about how God considers a business person that sells their product or service as generous because we solve people's problems so don't feel any embarrassment or shame for wanting to advance your business or for wanting to prosper from it and fulfill your goals and dreams because we give solutions. Us entrepreneurs wear many hats, but there are some hats that we don't want to wear and we don't want to know how to wear. And that's where Fiverr comes in. Fiverr puts the whole world of freelance talent at your fingertips for all kinds of things that we need done, like logo design, writing and translation, digital marketing, video and animation, music and audio, programming and tech, web design, and more. They even have lifestyle freelancers to help you with personal style, 
relationship coaching, health and fitness, and so much more. I recently used them to type the transcript of a video for me and was amazed at how fast and professional my freelancer was. You'll find high quality services at every price point. There's no hourly rates, just project-based pricing, and your payments are protected. Go to SherryLovesFiverr.com and get started. That's Sherry with an I and Fiverr with two R's. The brain looks for pattern, so your brain will filter your thoughts based on your main focus, and it's going to throw out all the rest. So it, it causes you to be in search of every necessary thing that's related to your dominating thoughts. That's incredible. So whatever direction you focus in on, your brain is going to filter out everything that does not pertain to that focus. That is incredible. That's a powerful, powerful tool. And so controlled attention, making sure that you are focusing all of your attention on your end game, your goals. And if you do that, your brain will automatically siphon for you anything that does not uh, come in line with that. I mean, that's incredible. Now, Mr. Carnegie, his purpose was never about the money. It was always the work. He loved his job, so prosperity was a consequence. You got to get that. He loved his job, so prosperity was a consequence. And for entrepreneurs, we must love what we do and be passionate about it. Because if we don't, we just can't do it. Uh, that is one thing with entre uh, introverted entrepreneurs is we cannot fake uh, love and passion for products or services. We have to really have those. And so he said a man will always be more effective when engaged in the sort of work he likes best. That's why one major purpose in life should be of his own choice. People who drift through life performing work they do not like merely because they must have an income as a means of living seldom get more than a living from their labor. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, that's incredible. Basically, you got to do what you love. Because if you do what you love, you will be successful. You will be build wealth. And get that controlled attention. Get that organized thought. Get that creative vision. Combine those things with perseverance and personal initiative. And you will achieve your goals in business and life. It's impossible to fail. There may be some roads that you didn't expect to take. And some turns you didn't expect to make. And some whys that you had to go in a direction you didn't necessarily uh, plan out. But I guarantee you, if you truly believe in what you do. And you're passionate about it. You will be successful. But don't go in it blind, guys. It takes about five years. Five years to build a successful business. Three if you really hustle. And, uh, and, and you know, I just want to encourage you to, real, you know, to understand, realize, no one can make or break you. Yeah, people's decisions can inf Im impact you to a degree, but no one can stop you from fulfilling your goals and your dreams except for you. I mean, if you look back at all of the greats, uh, Walt Disney, Oprah Winfrey, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was fired from his own company, and they had to ask him back because they basically sucked at running it. <laughs> and then he came back and made it into an even more incredible, um, you know, organization. And so no one can stop you guys. The only one that can stop you is yourself and whatever you believe about it. So I'd love to hear, you know, like which one of these you know, the attitude for creative vision or an aspect of organized thought or, you know, any area where you've got controlled attention, I would love to hear which one stands out to you, which one speaks to you the most and how you're going to implement it. So, you know, uh, comment uh, or uh, on Facebook and our private Facebook group at Genius Communication or, um, you know, comment in the Instagram when you're done listening to this for, you know, 
uh, for this uh, this blog post, whatever. I would love it, and I would love to strategize with you. Like seriously, for no for nothing. I'm not. This ain't some plug for you to, you know, for me to make money off of you. I'm serious. I would love for you to di- direct message me or, uh, you know, contact me through Facebook or my email. Uh, I would love to, you know, help you in some areas if you need it. And I mean, ask people like um out of my blooming mind uh, on Instagram. You know, it's like we connected. I really loved her product. And we had a Zoom call where we just kind of, you know, strategized about some things that she needed some input in. So I love that, guys. And uh, and if you f- feel this helped you, pass it on. I mean, we're we're like a family, uh, you know, as, as on introverted entrepreneurs, we're like a family. I call us intra- entrepreneurs. <laughs> and so uh, before I forget, I created a, a, an assessment called "You Are Here" success map. And it takes the nine aspects of successful businesses and it basically assesses or uh, each uh, aspect has five questions that you answer and then you rate your, um, I guess you would say success in that aspect on a scale of one to ten and you can see easily in a graph the areas that you need to work on now in your business so that it is successful. It's free you can download it off of the website sherryannwilson.com sherry with an i and with an e or you can go to bit.ly forward slash u underscore r underscore here underscore map so i hope this has helped you um give you some advice from a guy that helped build america i mean how cool is that and uh, i love you guys and i will see you in quotes because i can't really see you next week have a great one I love taking quizzes, and I love making quizzes, and I've developed a quiz just for introverts. Us introverted entrepreneurs can have a rough time starting that combo, pitching our product or service, and networking in a way that produces more business can be nerve-wracking, and it can be overwhelming. But did you know that there are actually four introvert types? I had no idea until I began to research it, and from that research, I developed the Introvert Flavor Quiz. You'll learn which type of introvert you are, how you connect best with clients, how you best conduct business, and more. So head over to sherryannwilson.com forward slash introvert dash flavor dash quiz and find out your introvert flavor. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph? Joseph.